Welcome back to Naher in America. We've got a great show. Our guest is Oscar Quintero and his alter ego, Que Sería. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, so that's Quintero. Quintero. Yes, Quintero. I know you probably have Selena Quintanilla in your mind right now. I do have Selena on my mind. I, I'm like, you know, <laughs> como la flor. Right? Although I must say, I've wanted to be a, a manager to my kids. You see the Luis Miguel special? I have not. It's his manager. His father is the worst father in the world, but an incredible manager. So I, I thought, it. that's me. I'm going to start doing that for my kids. And uh, <laughs> and look how, how well Selena. You know, you have to be a tough father, but even a tougher manager, I say. Look at Selena. Look at Michael Jackson. I want my kids like those guys, except for I wouldn't let them have a, a fan club. You know, that'd be yeah. the difference. But have you met Selena's father? Yes, I have. I've met I've met many members of the family. Uh, I've okay. had friends in their movies, stuff like that. Uh, I love the Tejano sound. My family was from Chihuahua, Mexico to New Mexico. Nice. So we missed Texas just by just a just by a few hours and ended up right? in New Mexico because there were less Mexicans in New Mexico. We felt we should go where there's less of us because you're always more yeah. welcome. You know, so that's how we made the choice. Where's your family from in Mexico? My, well, my mother was from Sinaloa, mm -hmm. and my father was from Nayarit, but oh. they met in Tijuana. And my three siblings were born there. My grandmother, I have many aunts there. So for me, uh, our family's in Tijuana. So um, now, that's now, where I grew up knowing them. Tijuana, we call the Jewel of Baja. In the in, Right? We call it the Jewel, or La Joya de Baja. <laughs> Which is, means the jewel of Baja. Yes, yes, it's, it's a beautiful Tijuana. Uh, my grandfather had a, a, a ranch there. That's a true story. He had a little little oh, nice. ranchito way up in the hills. They would wash down it yearly just to keep it moving. And yeah. uh, um, he raised fighting cocks, um, which for the Anglo listeners that are listening, it just means roosters. So uh, okay. he, he would raise roosters, and he, he it was it was a big part. He was a great man. He was one of those macho. Mexican guys, you know, the macho Mexican guys, yet they still love Juan Gabriel. It's the weirdest thing, you know, it's like <laughs> it's funny because when my uh, my husband and I have a son that we mm -hmm. have through a surrogate. Yes. And uh, when I tried explaining how we were doing it through my for my mom, she didn't understand. So she finally said to me, she's all, are you doing it the way Juan Gabriel did it? I'm all, yes. And so she's all, OK. <laughs> so she understood. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was always a surprise. You see Juan Gabriel singing and someone go, you know, he has children. You'd be like, what? Oh, sometimes two men may fall in yep. love like a man and a woman does. And you have to kind of explain it to yourself slowly. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> now here's RuPaul and here's RuPaul without the makeup. You see? But there's still RuPaul. Uh, yeah. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you saw Schitt's Creek. Did you see that one? I love that show. I love that show, too. I am insanely in love with that show because it's just such a – it's just life. You know, there's no yeah. – really t t looking at the sun because the sun had a great explanation about who he is. It's like 
So do you like red wine or yeah. white wine? Sometimes I've had a rosé. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it, it was such a great way to explain it. You went, oh, so sometimes you want a Chardonnay and sometimes you're only, you only can have a red wine because that's really yeah. who you're. And some people can only have a white wine and some people like a beer. And sometimes once they've had two beers, they really love red wine. And yeah. only after a lot of beers will they will they ever taste red wine. But so it's it's a very complex thing. So now you did a show that I remember years uh-huh. ago, and I've I've been watching this show for a while. It's a spoof on Charlie's Angels called Chico's Angels. Yeah, have you been to it? I've wanted to go to it. I've actually I wanted to play Charlie. I mean, I figured that would be a great role for me. I'd love to do it. I could I just show up on a speaker. Uh, oh, nice. And I'd be a voiceover. You don't, make, you don't have the shower for that one. No. no I'm, I'll be home. I'll be recording at home. Hey, angels. <laughs> hey, chicas. What's going on? You know. Hola. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do the whole thing. So um, now you're, you fell into, I imagine, or I don't know if it's which is a fell into. What What – moved you or motivated you to take the character K? So, um, it's funny, I was just having this conversation, but I did a drag pageant back in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. So summer of 99, I auditioned for what was known as um, the ultimate drag uh, Miss America spoof, which was called Battle for the Tiara. Ah. And uh, that went on for 10 years and then they canceled it. And I was like, damn, it's like I never got a chance to audition. And I had never been on stage I had never been in drag other than like Halloween, which was bad drag. And then um, a new group of guys decided to relaunch the pageant, but they turned it into like a Miss Universe pageant. And I thought, oh, oh, I'll, I'll be quesadilla. I'll be a Miss Mexico Flora Tortilla. Ah, and then a friend, of mine's, uh, my friend of mine said, no, you should be quesadilla and spell it the way white people say it, quesadilla. Uh-huh. I went, oh, okay. So then I that's what I did. I, I created this character for that pageant, and it was a benefit for AIDS for AIDS. Uh-huh. And it was just um, – I love beauty pageants. Like, I'm obsessed with beauty pageants. Yeah. And this, for me, it was like the ultimate fantasy come true to be able to compete in a, an actual drag pageant. And, again, never been on stage. Uh, and I competed. I was the first runner-up, and everybody thought I was going to win because I'd become the crowd favorite. Mm-hmm. And it's just this character that I created that was kind of like a version of my mom and my aunt who were kind of unapologetically ignorant. Yeah. Did <laughs> you, you know, just straight out of Tijuana. And uh-huh. the biggest thing that ever happened to them, uh, to, you know, for Quesadilla was she's like the biggest thing in Tijuana. And she took that everywhere she went. Mm-hmm. So that's where the character was created. And from there, it just launched me into like this whole different um, trajectory of a life because I was a grocery worker before that. Wow. So from, from from grocery worker, from the highs of grocery working to the highs of high heels with quesadilla. Right. So you went through, <laughs> you got both ones there. That's that's really good. Well, you know, I I was a drag king for many years. I don't know a lot of people didn't know oh, you that. Were. Yeah, where it's, it's wimpy guys dress up as strong men. That was my thing. And so okay. I would just try to, you know, it was, I, I was a, a guy from the village people, the guy with the leather. And uh, so that was my my entry for a while, being a drag king. So I I I, I did play a woman on, on stage once. Was um, Miss East LA who wouldn't give up her crown in Latina locks. <laughs> so she pulled a gun out of the bouquet. Oh yeah, she was like, after only one short year, no way. 
He pulls out the, you know, the crown, starts attacking the people. I'm going to give up my crown after only one short year. You know, she's so upset. After all the things I did, she just goes into liposuction. Right. You know, I even took out a rib. I have less ribs than a sea slug. So it was a, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And Mm -hmm. I I think that's your character. I mean, brings fun. You've now done Chico saying. Oh, sorry. My dogs. All right. Take them out of the room. The dog. Go on. I do. I have that. I have that power with animals. It's weird. It's, it's <laughs> so excited when they hear my voice. So you did, you know, Chico's Angels. Now that's still running, correct? Well, here's the thing. Chico's Angels has been going on for I think 17, 18 years. Yeah. Uh, we started in two thousand three, mm-hmm. and it's a literally a drag spoof of Charlie's Angels from the seventies. And the best way that I'm able to describe it is I always tell people it's as if Charlie's Angels and the Three Stooges had a Mexican baby. And that's mm. Chico's Angels. And it's uh, we took old episodes from the series in the 70s and put them on stage and just added music. And it's just one of the best things I've ever done. It's it's so much fun. And the trio, the three of us, are Quesadilla, Cheetah Parole, and Frida Lay mm-hmm. are the three angels. And it's just, um, it's and how total did, slapstick how, wait minute, uh, how, Camila del Arte. How did Frito Lay get her name? I I want to. Can we? This is listen. Kids, listen in on this. So be careful. How did Frito Lay <laughs> get her name? Well, the same friend that gave me the idea of quesadilla gave me the name of uh, Frito Lay. Okay, now uh, because it's you know it's yeah. a play on Frito Lay. Frito Lay, yeah, of course. But I'm wondering if she had a reputation. She, you know. Oh yeah. Well, her character is. What happened? You're listening to the Nahara in America podcast, the podcast that isn't afraid to tell it like it is to people who aren't afraid to hear like it is. You can listen to us on Revolver Podcasts or wherever you find your finer podcasts. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. So, okay, now... Uh, well, her, yes, I don't want to cut you her off. Her backstory is that she's... Uh, uh, she's uh, she's kind of like a hooker on the down low, but no one knows it. Okay, that's that's she's, she's just over sex. She's over sex. Okay, that's free to lay. All right, kids, now you can take your hands off your ears. Okay, now <laughs> you you played a character. It was it Flor Tortillo. You wanted to do that character, but you chose not to, right? Well, yeah, I didn't. Flor Tortillo never developed. It became case of the. Well, I'm wondering but, uh, what I would take for me to buy that character name, Flor Tortilla, because if I'm coming on to Chico's Angels. I think Floor Tortilla's got an episode in her. Right? She yeah. Could play the, she could play the bitter cousin. Bitter cousin that somehow doesn't look good in drag. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> just says so that'll be my character. Can I talk to Quesadilla right now? Can I ask her some questions? Yeah, let me call her. Okay, Kay, call. they want to talk to you. Who want to talk to me? I don't have time right now. I'm too busy. Kay, Kay, it's, it's Rick. Who is this? What is, is your name? Rick Nahara from Nahara in America, the show, the podcast. I don't know if you had a chance to hear, ever hear it. Kay. Mira, Rick. Hi, what are you doing? What do you want to talk to me about? Well, I, Kay, I just wonder, how did you start? I mean, what was your life like in Tijuana? Well, I'm the youngest of 18 children, and obviously the prettiest one. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. Everybody gets mad because I say it, but it's the truth. It's the truth. You know. you, it's the truth. you got to say the truth. Okay, I understand. It's the truth, and I was clearly uh, I was blessed with an abundance of sexy that I can't help. No. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time, Rick. Okay? I, I talk about it. Me, a very handsome man, same thing. No one just listens to my mind. I get you. 
So sorry to hear that. Every day, it's like, hey, look up here. The chichis are there yeah. for a different reason. Come yeah. on, not right now, kids. I know. Same here. Even as a man, it's like, excuse me, ladies, look up here. They look at the eyes. <laughs> the eyes. And so, so uh, yeah. But I'm a former Miss Tijuana. Uh-huh. I competed at the Miss uh, Universe pageant. I was the runner-up, and obviously, Rob. Oh. But, um. Did you, dem- you know, that's just did- been my life, using my looks to get by. Well, listen, Quesadilla, I would tell you, you can always demand a recount and just go into litigation. Because that's what we, how Thank we do you. it in America. I should have just said, no, I've won. I'm not leaving. Yeah, that's all you do. No, I won. It's, it's my White House. I'm one. Okay. <laughs> you did the right thing. Now, do you have any, Kay, do you have any dreams? I mean, as a, as a, as a, a child growing up in Tijuana, was there someone you looked up to as a character? I mean... For me, uh, who was uh, the, Anna Gabrielle? Was, was that a hero or Juan Gabriel? Which was which? Well, for me, my hero was Charro mm-hmm. because um, she represented everything I wanted. Big chichis. Yes. Uh, a musical talent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all you have to do is walk in and say, coochie, coochie, and you get paid. That's <laughs> what I want. Oh. Just to say, coochie, coochie, and bye. Coochie, coochie, and bye. That should be the name of her biography. Coochie, coochie, <laughs> and bye. You'll get my my agent will call you about my check. Okay. One of the best moments was meeting her because I played her in a show one time. Oh, and she came to see the show and she was like, "Oh my gosh, you are my spirit animal!" And I said, "You are mine." Wow, your spirit animal was Charo. That is, yes. So, in, did were you on ayahuasca? Were you doing some sort of hallucinogenic? What is happening? Or just she literally just saw her spirit animal? I was on a natural high. Oh, natural. That CK. If you were talking about an anti-drug campaign, I would follow your advice because you look like you've you've lived a life, haven't you? Uh, I've been places. <laughs> yeah, you've been. Has has there been anyone who's ever broke your heart? Um, all the time because you know I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I mm-hmm. fall in love every day. I meet Mister Right all the time, and then all of a sudden I'm like, um. Uh, it's been 10 minutes. Can you leave now? Ah, so All the time. He's Mr. Right on time, and then you just, the time goes up with that person. You're, they're he's out. He's Mr. Right now. Mr. Right now. Okay. Yeah, I got that. Mr. Right now. So is is there a dream that you, 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 you're, you see in your future, Kay? It, a dream. Well, my dream is to be have my own TV show mm-hmm. and, you know, be, um, I want to be like the next Sofia Vergara. Ah, very good. You know, you have to take a lot of accent reduction courses for that and a lot of acting lessons. But I don't he, have an accent. You have an accent. Yes, you're right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Kay Sadia. Thank you, Kay. Can Bye, t- Daniel. I'll be in your dreams tonight. Oh, we'll you, say hi. you don't make definitely. It weird. Don't make it weird. Not yes. Kay got a little weird there because it was she was going to be in my dreams like a like a, a, a Freddy Krueger or something, but longer nails right? and, and colored. Okay, I'll tell you. She as soon as she walks in the room, she sucks the air out of the out of every room she comes into. Oh yeah, no, I can <laughs> tell. I can tell. It's all. It's a. She's a little bit of a diva. I mean, that's 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 a little bit. Well, yeah, I was trying to be nice, but you're you're right. A total diva. Has she ever dated a, a, a member of you know the the dark side of Tijuana? There, there. Has she ever been involved with any of the the you know crime or anything like that? Or was she? Does she have a sad she's story? She's never been involved in crimes, but she's dated many men that were. Oh, she's she's had to visit a few jails. Wow, I've been a performer or actor for quite some time. I had a I've done lots of commercials. Uh, I did. Uh, I was on AJ and the Queen uh, last year. Premiered in January. Mm-hmm. 
which is the RuPaul series. I was on the third episode. Yeah. Um, so I've been a working actor probably for almost 10 years, 15 years now. Wow. And the drag kind of got me through that door, believe it or not. And then, um, but my ultimate dream is to have my own sitcom, um, which I've been trying to develop with someone um, more recently, just kind of about my life, you know, being a drag queen and married to a ex-military uh, boy from Tennessee and, we have our children and our cultures are, com our cultures are completely different, but um, that's something I'm working on right now. And I, um, the best part of it is just making people laugh. And is that your dog or what is that? No, it's my son. Oh, it's, it's... Oh, you got, oh, he found a roly poly. Oh, roly poly. A worm. Hey, oh, okay. he corrected you. He corrected you. More, right. It's a scientist. Sorry, yeah. It wasn't a roly poly. It was a worm. It was a worm. <laughs> you, you, you have now been served. You've been corrected. I definitely got a boy. You got a, you got a boy. Boys boys know those things. Roly poly versus I always worm. joke. I always joke with them. I say, hey, son, do you want to take a dance class? He's like, no. Nope. He likes playing in the dirt and playing with trucks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, quesadilla, Oscar, uh, great talking to you and your family. And thanks for coming on Nehara in America. We'll be talking Hey, well, soon. thanks for having me. Uh, I can't wait to. I can't wait to hear this back. Where do where does this uh, air? Uh, this airs on Revolver and also on wherever your finer podcasts are are aired. Nehara in America awesome. is on Revolver, Amazon. It's a lot of different places. You'll hear this this conversation. I like to keep it real. I like to talk to people, and some people I know, some people I don't, but. Um, what this program is, and what I say it is, it's a, w a way to bridge yep. bridge the gaps in America. Bridge okay. the gaps, make you know. And this is a bridge because I want people to meet you, see your work, see how hilarious you are, to see how, how you contribute to our lives. And we're happy to have oh, you. Fantastic. Here. Well, hopefully, if they can uh, follow me on social media. Um, remember, I spelled my name the way white people say it. it's K A Y S E D I A, and then add a one. Oh, let me so hear. It's case of the one on K Instagram and Facebook. Quesadilla one on Instagram and Facebook, and you you follow me, Rick Nahara at uh, Mr. Rick Nahara dot is my email, Mr. Rick Nahara mm -hmm. Gmail. You can send me an email, and you know, um, Facebook, Instagram. I'm I'm kind of mm -hmm. like everywhere. With those things. Fantastic. A what? Oh, my manager's mm -hmm. called to asking me what is up next for Quesadilla. Oh, thanks for asking. Well, this Tuesday, I, I go live. I try to go live every Tuesday on Facebook uh, doing Tupperware parties. Mm -hmm. But Thursday, uh, the 19th, I'm doing my Christmas show live on Facebook and Instagram. It's called uh, Feliz Navidiva. Feliz and, uh, Navidiva. Just, Feliz okay. Navidiva. I just do parodies of Christmas songs. My husband's going to pop in and sing a couple country Christmas songs because, you know, he's a hick. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to tell Christmas stories. And uh, I... Think I'm going to do a monologue that I did um, on stage a few years back at Christmas. So, wow, we shall see. Well, I'm I'm in a Christmas movie on Lifetime called Felice Navidad with Mario Lopez. Oh, is it? Yes, Mario Lopez, me, Felice Navidad. Um, so I and I did a Christmas movie called Nothing Like the Holidays with John Leguizamo and Deborah Messing uh, years ago. So oh, I'll have to check that out. You got to check out the Nothing Like the Holidays Christmas movie, then Felice Navidad on Lifetime with Mario Lopez. And we've got to do something together soon. That's all there is to it. I hope so. I Let's think, do it. I think the world of you. Well, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Oscar and Quesadilla. Thank you so much Yay. for coming on Nahara Adios. in America. Adios. You're listening to the Nahara in America podcast. 
the podcast that isn't afraid to tell it like it is to people who aren't afraid to hear like it is. You can listen to us on Revolver Podcasts or wherever you find your finer podcasts. Join us next week for more on Aaron America.